Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello everyone, welcome to Red Men News. It is Daily News and today it is a press conference reaction show. Jürgen Klopp has just been speaking to the assembled media ahead of the game against Southampton. I am Paul Mitch and I'm joined by Chris Page after talk through some of the, the key talking points um, on this. Just a little shout out though, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are past the 20,000 threshold. Let's, let, let's smash it in the coming weeks. We want 100k by the end of the season because why not? Um... Chris Pajak, well, let's start with the big story. Probably one of the most incredible news stories I've had to cover in the time, in, in, in a decade of talking about Liverpool. So Liverpool's hero of the Super Cup, <laughs> Adrian, um, could well miss the Southampton game because he was two-footed by a fan running onto the pitch. It's mental, isn't it? I mean, I, I didn't see anything about it, and I didn't hear anything about it until the press conference. And um, you can see, you, you know, we've seen the video multiple times now. When he comes running on, and he's chased by a steward, and he two-footed. Well, let's we can, we can watch the video. Let's just do it. Like, yeah. I mean, you can see. So for those of you in the podcast, I apologise for this, you're going to hear some general crowd noises, but the, the Adrian makes the penalty save. He gets mobbed by, obviously, Jürgen Klopp, who had pace 90, as pointed out by a few people. And then out of there nowhere, a guy in a white shirt, chased by stewards, runs, slips, like a bowling ball taken out, taken out the pins. Um, and Adrian, you know, he gets on like it's not bothered him too much and what have you, but... It wasn't just him. It was Gomez. It was there was a coach going down and everything. And Absolute this is this is one of those insanity. this is one of those things. And you know, Jürgen spoke about it in his press conferences about fans running onto the pitch and stuff. I mean, it's mad, isn't it? It's it's just a crazy thing. Now, clearly, the fan doesn't want to go over there and see foot him. I think he just slips as he's as he's arriving to celebrate. Um, but but you don't know what's going to happen in that situation. You are being chased by somebody. Um, these are highly trained and tuned athletes who we support at the end of the day. And listen, I understand that people want to feel like they're a part of something, but it's crazy to to go running over and knock knock one of them down. Like, but but I, I, the, the, it, the it probably it. wasn't meant equally. Yeah, but it, you're going on the pitch, you're a fucking moron if you fucking go on if you if you're doing that because it is the thing. It's being it's been normalised. I thought Klopp put it really interestingly. He's like saying. Don't want fences. Nobody wants fences. But this is the point. It's being handed. The responsibility is being handed to us as as, as fans. It, f- football fans get such a bad rep. We get slandered constantly, and then 
things like this happen. And it, it was happening last season. There were, there were people in government and they started to ask questions of why there weren't fences and stuff. And you've got to start going to the real reasons why there aren't, which none of us wants to see fences back at football matches. But people are treating it comically. This is this this is the this is the wrong this is a step in the wrong direction in this case. Who's of treating stuff. it comically? Because you've got, you've got Instagrammers going on on the pitch of the Champions League final to try and garner attention. That's so, a comical. That's a business decision. No, that's no, not but, people thinking it's funny. Ah, uh, no, but it, but it, but people people who don't take the because that's a, someone who doesn't understand the ramifications of their actions. In that, that someone's probably not a football. I've got no idea whether this was a football fan or not. But they, they, they're, they're treating this as a stage. As opposed to a thing, there's a reason why you, you, you can't even go on the Anfield pitch when you go on the tour. But they say to you, you can be prosecuted for crossing the white for crossing the white line, basically because they have to put those laws in place. And don't get me wrong, but I, I, I look, I'm, the hypocrisy, the, the hypocrisy is strong because at the same time. I like when the young lads get on the pitch in the pre-season games, but I also then see the the fan, the the people responsible at that club, rage about it. And and again, if this is the moment where it starts, it starts to change my opinion on it. It's you can see like, it's fans coming on trying to get shirts and getting hugs, and you can see the sweet side of things. But we uh, got Klopp said it. It was an interesting point. He's like. If you see someone trying to do it, just grab them. Absolutely. Just grab Absolutely them. Absolutely agree I mean, with that. Again, it's, it's, it's a very, very weird situation. But, and I, I, it's, I, think, I don't think the severity of this situation is being, is being upsold enough because it's Adrian. And I don't think, as much as you know, he was great in the week and he's become this like, cult hero for us overnight. If that's Mo Salah or it's Roberto Firmino or it's Sadio Mane and they're missing games of football for us... I, I, there were, there were, I think there'll be far more uproar about this. Or if you, you know, it's just, it's stupid. It's a, it's a slippery slope. Um, my, my, my issue, Paul, isn't that, you know, I'm, t I'm taking it comically. I just think that it was clearly not meant. If it's a Liverpool fan, he didn't mean it. Now, oh, yeah. the, the problem with the action is you shouldn't do it in the first place. Yeah. But clearly to pillar him for doing it, it was an accident and we all make mistakes at the end of the day. And, you know, had he done it again, he wouldn't do it again, I suppose is the point, because he knows what his actions would entail. If he knew he was going to do that, I don't think he'd do it. Yeah. And But you, what you are saying is right, it shouldn't be allowed. You sh well, it's not allowed. It's not allowed. You, sh you shouldn't go onto the pitch. But I don't see anybody taking it comically, and I don't think he meant to do that equally. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, look at the the, the reaction of it, and it, and it because it is because it's a it's a it's people laughing because Liverpool fans have come on and two footed the players and all this kind of stuff. It uh, that's the, there's this notion of running onto the pitch has become it's become it's become a thing. Like the I probably saw four pitch invaders in the last six games or something of football that I've watched. You know, just just during the during the play, then there was one during the Community Shield. There was one during the Norwich game. There was one during uh, well, at least one of the pre-season games as well. So I've had there's been a pitch invader on, in all three of Liverpool's competitive games this, I this think, season. Well, Jürgen said the Community Shield, but someone off camera said no. I, I don't remember it being the Community Shield. There was but... the, yeah, there was there, there was def, there was there was yeah. definitely one in the community in the Community Shield in, in the second half, and that's that's the thing. It's becoming a an issue and you don't want it to knock them because there's, there's idiots in power who will just take a draconian response to these things so if you're thinking of doing it just don't be a bellend basically um, right some more fallout from it um, the, it leads to the interesting chat about the goalkeeper stuff Klopp was asked whether Andy Lonergan's ready and it, I thought it was a good it was interesting and he kind of said he basically said yeah you know he's trained with us a lot longer than, um, than Adrian as well so he's obviously a bit more integrated into the squad but he then immediately jumped in to mention Quiven Kelleher who he said He's back in training, but he's actually not been back in 100% training until today because he's gonna he's 
going to have to be. And he, he took that opportunity to really upsell the qualities of the young lad, which means you know it's, there's an outside possibility that you, we actually might see Kelleher in this game if 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 we had to over 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 Andy Lonnie. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, cops keeping his cards close to his chest on this mm. one, isn't he? You don't want Southampton or Ralph Husnell to be able to know who's going to be playing in goal or take advantage of that situation, do you? Um, and my guess is that Adrian starts the game. To be honest, and Lonigan sits on the bench. Um, but you, you never know. I mean, it's right to it's right to talk up Kelleher, isn't it? I mean, he's a player that Klopp mentioned that his ceiling's very high. He's spoken about him over the last few months at different points, and uh, he's a good player by all accounts. Obviously, it, it was the broken wrist, was it, with Kelleher? Um, Is that what the injury like was? That. It was wrist, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's been out of training for a little while now. Um, will we see him? I'd guess not. Um, but interesting, you know, you got on the screen here off the Joe saying, should he debut for Liverpool? Andy Lonergan will be the oldest Englishman to make his Premier League debut in the 21st century, aged 35 years and 302 days. I mean, it's been a mad one for the Liverpool goalkeepers the last few weeks, hasn't it? Literally, when you consider there's, there's lads who've been, who've been released by Middlesbrough and West Ham who could end up being number one, number two choice for, for, for the club for the, for the coming weeks. Um, yeah, I... It's it's going to be an interesting an interesting choice, isn't it, for the manager? Because and Andy Lonergan's not good enough to be Liverpool's goalkeeper. Let's be let's be perfectly honest. But it is it's whether you think there's a value or a, or a potential lack of value in rushing Kelleher back because inevitably you only get one chance to make your debut, and that's something that psychologically you've got to carry with you. If it doesn't necessarily go to plan, if it's a bit too soon, particularly, do you want him to be at the peak of his powers, or is the clock the kind of guy who, who goes no? I believe in you. Here's your chance. Go and grasp it with with both hands. I think that what what it sounded like to me from the press conference is that Jürgen is, is putting him back in full training, and they're going to see out what the reaction is because he have a wrist injury and he's in full training. He's going to be taking balls to the wrist and the hand and all that. Mm. So it's probably how he deals with that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, and if there's a reaction, he probably won't play. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we know that be Cater's out. Paul Joyce is confirming it, but Jürgen Klopp said it. He very quickly kind of went through this, didn't he? he said there's no, it's a muscle thing. There's no. There's no date been set on a return for Naby, which is a real disappointment, of course. Um, and James Pearce uh, actually had a little bit of transfer news, which we'll come on to in a moment, on Dejan Lovren, um, which is a saga that continues. I say saga, I just couldn't, genuinely couldn't care less. Um, a couple of interesting things I thought was, um, he was asked about the club was asked about the turnaround time from this, this game. Didn't want to talk about it. No, I, I, God, he, got, he got asked it twice, Jesus Christ. I, I love the response to this because it's absolutely spot on. He's like, I'm not making excuses. He said, our plan was to win the Super Cup, was to win against Southampton. And then, and then I want to we'll win Jamari. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and, then I, and then I'll talk about it because he said, I don't want it to be seen like I'm making excuses because he said, how was it fair that Chelsea had to play on Sunday and then played on Wednesday? It's not fair, but you don't make excuses. It's the reality of your situation. Deal with it, and then you know either make your peace with it or move on. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it is going to be difficult. We knew it as soon as the fixtures came out that it was going to be incredibly difficult for Liverpool. You know, going away against Southampton, they've not trained yet since the Super Cup. They got back yesterday, uh, and then they're going. He said straight after, didn't he? So it's going to be difficult. And it, Southampton are a good side. He mentioned tactically they set up differently. They surprised him last year because they played a different way. So he's unsure of what he's coming up against as well. That will play into it, but he hasn't had time to analyse it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the players haven't had time to train. They also played 120 minutes in a highly intense game of football. Well, to be fair, he did say they did. They have had time to analyse. He said the analysing thing wasn't going to be a problem because that stuff was all done. They watched pre They watched the pre-season games and they watched the last game out. So, like he said. We've got the same amount of time as we ever have to do the analysis stuff, so that's not an issue. They just did it. They just did it straight after. So it's teaching the, the learnings of that analysis. It's, then, but it's, but it? yeah, it's, it's the difficult it's the part in that case because he wants to be able to go. This is what they're going to do. Yeah. This is what you need to do. You need to be able to react in this situation, and this is what you have to do. So that the analysis, I suppose, is irrelevant in that instance as long as it's been done. But if you can't enact what you've learned from the analysis, that's the problem going yeah. into the game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just like that approach. So I like to. Going, look, I'm not going to make a big story out of it. It, it, it is what it is, and it also it, it sends a message as well. I think it sends a message to the fans, it sends a message to the to the squad. No, we're going to we're going to go out there. We're going to win this because that's what I'd expect. You don't care if you've had a, a day, a day, you know, a day's rest or two days, or no rest at all. You pick yourself up and you go again. You're not going to. It's the, you know, the second league game of the season. No excuses at this point because this is not. If this if you're getting this in April, then. You'd expect everyone to be goosed, but it's it's a it's a new season. People haven't got as much in the, as much in the tangle, uh, much as much damage to the legs and what have you. But yeah, um, the only other talking point out of it was of course him saying about the he was asked about the high line, and I really enjoyed that um, he basically just went because there's been articles written about this all over the place this week, and he went, "It's how we always play." I disagree with him there. I, I mean, I looked at the high line after the first game of the season um, and it was, on average, against the last six Premier League games, at least 10 yards higher up the pitch. Now, what he's saying is, you know, it depends against your opposition. Now, if you've got more of the ball, that is going to come off as a higher line because your players will move more towards their half. Um, but I think it's absolutely ruined. It's always been Liverpool's way to play a high line. That's it's 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 just how far forward you actually go. The play, do Liverpool play a high line? The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Was it higher last week than it was previously? The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that that's because you had more of the ball? Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so Liverpool do play a high line we've always played the high line what I loved about what Klopp was saying is that you know you go away from the game and and you're like Chelsea had so many chances and he was right he was talking about it and he was saying like you know those chances didn't count yet what did he say here it feels like they did and it does he's exactly right because they had so many offside decisions either shots on goal or or, or disallowed goals you're right in your heart and your gut it feels like you were Liverpool were, 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 were torn asunder whereas in reality they're not they're not chances but it's very hard to disassociate yeah, your head from you your heart in those you situations. Now, I, look, I think we'd all agree, you know, they still got in behind, Norwich got in behind a few times as well, which means things still need to be tweaked, absolutely. Um, but it's, it, it, it's interesting to see. But again, he spoke, about, he spoke about it like riding a bike. It's not like cycling. You know, football, it just takes time. So you might go in, I went into this season thinking, you know, we'll probably play exactly the same as we did at the end of last season. We've got no new signings to integrate. Mm. Uh, I went into thinking we'll just start how we ended, and then you see us score four goals in 25 minutes or whatever against Norwich, and you go, well, yeah, yeah, exactly, that's right, we're back. It's exactly what we are. But what he's saying is, no, we've been out, we've not played properly for six, eight weeks with the same first team. It's going to take time, and it's picking and choosing those moments as a player that's the difficult thing, isn't it? So, yeah. um, and again, he mentioned, you know, comparing us. To 
to the end of last season was if he said if you compare us to last August, this is exactly kind of how we played, which is interesting. Again. There are there are constant arguments, and I've mentioned that I haven't got to go copy, so I won't 100 plug the, the book today. But I, someone said to me, and this cop's got this wrong, and need to do this, and need to do this, and I had a little back and forth in YouTube comments over the oh, after the Super Cup, and I, and I, the problem is at the start of every season, there's a something that's not right. And everyone thinks when it when you're not seeing Liverpool at their super duper peak of their power, smashing teams five 0 best, you therefore assume that it means something's wrong, and so you look for what that might be. And high line has become a, a, like this. It's becoming the new. Oh, that's the issue. Oh, Liverpool playing with a high line. It becomes a, a catchphrase. It ends up in people's conversation via osmosis. And the problem, the, the the answer to this is, we've only played three games of the season. <laughs> And it, it takes time to get into the swing. Klopp is very clear before the season started. You don't play your best football for two months. So people are people who are, who are looking for things and looking for things to go, this is, a, this is a major issue that needs sorting. Chances are it's probably not and it's probably part of the curve. Um, just quickly before we get your comments, uh, James Pearce also tweeted, uh, Roma wanted an initial loan for Dejan Lovren. That wouldn't have made any sense for Liverpool, so talks have ended. Uh, it's the right decision to keep him. Klopp needs four senior centre-backs with Liverpool competing on so many fronts. I completely agree on this. The Lovren stuff was a bit mad, unless there was a case where you know you were getting a, a massive chunk of money and he was going to be a bit of a bell end. But yeah, I, I think that, that, uh, that'll put people's minds at ease, I think, a little bit. Certainly. Just, yeah, Until well, he plays. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why the hell did we keep Dejan Lovren? He's a liability. Yeah, absolutely. Which um, is what always happens, to be fair. Mm. Sorry, what you got? A um, few few takes on the uh, Adrian stuff, as you'd expect. So Max Castillo says, what a joke. That guy should be fined. Heaps and banned forever. Actually a joke. Joey Murray says, I wouldn't be surprised if Kelleher starts if Adrian's out. Klopp kept mentioning when pushed on it. All that being said, I do think Adrian will be in goal tomorrow. Okay. And then Lee Duxbury says, look on the bright side, at least Andy Lonergan scores goals. And I've just found a video of him scoring a goal from his own box for Preston against Leicester in 2006. Amazing. So wouldn't that just be the perfect way to cap off this mad story? <laughs> <of goalkeepers laughs> yeah. With it, 0-0, yeah. and he scores from yeah. inside his own It wasn't from a goal kick, was it the... Um, that rules change now. Can't score. Kicked yeah. it out of his hand. Yeah. Box. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Um, um, and and then another one. PW says, "Let Genie go in goal. That way he can cap. He can complete the list of having played literally everywhere. <laughs> every yeah. position. I've been made up with that." Yeah. Thanks very much uh, for your, for your comments. Keep the discussion going in the comments section underneath, and of course you can tweet us at the Redmen TV as well. Um, make sure you head over to theredmentv.com if you want more Liverpool news. You can do. There's a whole host of things, including exclusive interviews with the gaffer Jurgen Klopp. Uh, we do the Reds News Roundup show every single Wednesday. That is a deep dive into all the biggest news stories surrounding Liverpool with a little bit more uh, in terms of bodies uh, present on the show so we can really delve into the issues from multiple um, perspectives and angles as well. So head over to theredmentv.com, sign up. It's completely free for the first month and you get all that content in video form and in podcast form directly into your native podcasting apps on the go. Um, yes, I've been Paul Machen. That has been Chris Pajak. That has been your daily news on Redmen News. We'll see you soon.